0: What's up everybody? As active duty service members, we've all tried to buy multiple ribbons and devices in anticipation of messing up the ribbon construction process. We found it even more demoralizing paying high prices for mounting services. Luckily, the perfect ribbon provides the professional mounting look at a fraction of the cost. They take the hassle out of preparing ribbons so you can put on your uniform. Head on over to the show notes and use my referral code to get 20% off on your next purchase. Welcome back to Meech Speaks. Welcome back to Meech Speaks. Meech Speaks. Welcome back to Meech Speaks.
1: Welcome back to Meech Speaks. Welcome back to Meech Speaks. Welcome back to Meech Speaks. I want to say something. A prize, motherfucker. Oh man, I love that, man.
0: I love, I love that. Now, you know what's so crazy, bro, is is that, man, as we were sitting back, man, I felt like, you know, like the Friday segments, you know what I mean? They, they, they it's at the end of the week, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and the idea of unpacking, you, you, you feel me? Unpacking yeah. the emotional load, unpacking the mental load, you feel me? Might have to unpack the physical load, depending on what, what, what your job may consist of or what you had did, you know? So, so it's always good to have you on the show, bro, and just like, just tap into just different topics bro. So that, 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 that really means a lot.
1: No, I appreciate it, bro. And like I say, I, I love it too, because like, you know, with something that you think about, I don't think a lot of us ever unpack, you know what I mean? And I think to have a space where we can finally feel free and not feel guilty to be like, you know what, I'm about to just lay everything off because when you done with Friday, a lot of times you are trying to recruit for the whole week, you know what I mean? So you that day, that day doesn't even seem like a, a day where you can unpack because you're like, damn, I got to do this for the weekend. I got to do that. So having a, a space for them, I think, is uh, is amazing to be like, no, this is your time where you could come and you can use some of the things that we saying and apply it to your life, where you could kind of unpack and try on what fits and let go of what doesn't.
0: Absolutely, bro, man. Since we since the conversation unpacking is um you know on the table, what does unpack mean to you?
1: All right. Great question. I think, you know, one of the things that I, I, I do in therapy for a lot of clients and in life coaching that I do is um I tell clients to try on what fits in their life and to unpack what doesn't, you know what I mean? And I feel like on a weekly basis, us as humans need to do that because we're steady evolving and we're steady changing, whether we want to or not, you know what I mean? So I feel like it's one of those where I put it as simple as this, 90% of the things that uh, we worry about are things we can't control. So let's focus on the 10% mm. and unpack that 90 in segments like this. You know what I mean? What about you? What do you What do you feel oh, for my. unpacking? What does that mean to you?
0: My, what it means to me, man, is that it's, it's disconnecting. Mm -hmm. you know refocusing Mm -hmm. you know and when i say refocusing you know lining up you know the monday through the friday Mm -hmm. and well shit probably even the 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 monday through the sunday Mm -hmm. you feel me and and actually just taking in everything that has that 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 transpired through the week you know what i mean Mm because i feel like a lot of times like we'll go through the week Mm -hmm. you know what i mean on autopilot
2: Mm -hmm. and,
0: and and shit just happening through the week but you but you just going through the motions. You know yep. what I mean? Something happened on Monday. You just <laughs> went on ahead and got past that because you had other things on your table on, on your plate that you had to eat. You yep. feel me? Wednesday you had to deal with something. Friday you might had a little bit of downtime in the morning, but mm-hmm. now here it is, you working overtime. So I feel like when it's time to unpack, it's actually time to dissect the actual week mm. and really understand and analyze exactly what occurred and how and what lessons that I can learn from.
2: Absolutely,
1: I love that, man. I love that. I think that's a good idea, and just to piggyback on that, another thing that I think um unpacking should be is refueling. You know what I mean? I feel like once they unpack it, uh, a segment like this should help them refuel for the next week. You know what I mean? like a lot of times we pour into everybody else and never pour into us, so this gives us a chance to be like. You know what? What do I need for this upcoming week? You know what I mean, and how can I set uh, boundaries for myself to put myself in a better position than I was last week?
0: Oh, I love that segue, bro. But since 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 since, since you segued into it, man, what are we talking about today?
1: Man, we definitely talking about what we just start boundaries. I feel like what what not better way to start uh unpack with me and RT than boundaries. You know, I feel like it's a, a, a topic that's not spoke about enough um in our generation if if I want to be honest. What do you let me ask you something? What do you think when you when you hear the word boundaries, what comes to mind?
0: Mm, barriers. Ooh. A wall. Okay. Um uh essentially a guard almost. Mm. You know, and I know that may seem I know that may seem essentially um, hostile to Mm -hmm. immediately think of boundaries as that. Mm -hmm. But when I think of boundaries, I, I, I always think of my guard. Lord. Or like a gate or like, you know, this is, you know, like, so, you know, you've been on a plane before. Yep. Like, this is my TSA. Like, hey, okay. hey, make sure you check all these things that the door before you get on this plane. Gotcha. You know, and I, I always view my boundaries as that. You know, nothing, okay. nothing as small as a line in the sand to say like, hey, don't cross this line. No, okay. man, check that bullshit. Check that bullshit back there. <laughs> Got when, you. You pass this, when you pass this threshold right here, <laughs> understand that that won't be tolerated on this side. I like, that. <laughs> I like it. I
1: like it. I like it.
0: When you think of boundaries, man, what do you think of?
1: You know what? The thing that I love about us, and I I hope that listeners, when they're listening, um, can recognize that I love how some of the things that when we hear words, how it can be so different, but we can also still view it from each other's um, perspective. Cause when you said that, I was like, damn, that is a dope way to view it, you know? But for me, it may be the therapist and the life coach in me, but for me, it's self-care. You know what I mean? Like that's something that mm. I pride myself on. When I hear boundaries, I hear, you know, um, selfish. And I, I don't think mm. we we give ourselves the permission to be selfish with our time. And I understand that the type of career that I chose, well, that chose me, I have to be selfish and uh, allow myself to have self-care and boundaries to care for others. Because if I don't, I'm
0: useless. Mm, I love that, bro. And I love the fact that you, um, you pulled the selfish out of self-care. You know what I mean? A lot of times, like, motherfuckers will sit back. I gotta stop saying motherfuckers on air, bro. Hey, they love it. Hey, hey, hey,
2: hey,
1: they love that real shit, man. Yeah, you gotta be real. That's why they relate to you.
0: For real, bro. And I feel like a lot of times, man, when people say self care, man, it's always in this namaste shit. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's always getting my chakras in line. It's always this, you know, I'm going on these trips. Like, nah, man, like self care is putting yourself first. And in order for you to put yourself first, you have to be selfish Yeah. and you know what's so crazy about that is is that i did a segment on that a while back and i mm. said it and i still stand firm on this one right mm-hmm. here, is that selfish people are happier
2: mm-hmm. absolutely oh that's happier. a gem you feel me no yep.
0: because they're not afraid to draw the line in the sand yep. they're not afraid to say no they're yep. not afraid to put themselves first yep. they're they, they not afraid to 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 say that they're number one out loud no and a lot of times like people will say like oh i don't want to be selfish but when they think of selfish they think of it as such a negative like I agree. negative context I agree. they always think of it as oh we're in a tribe and we're hoarding some shit no. so i'm being selfish by keeping this to me no no i'm being selfish because i have to put myself first like no. it's it, it i have to like no it's, it's my story it's my body
1: no and i think it, it comes to self awareness you know what i mean i i i identified early on that i'm a person that i will give until i'm empty you know what i mean and that's with my career that's right. with my relationship that's with my family that's with my friends so i i realized that a lot of times i was i was left empty and drained with no one to pour into me so when it came time for me to do work that i'm paid for I was unable to perform at a high level because I gave so much of myself to everyone and I didn't give enough of myself to myself. You know what I mean? Like you say, I, I feel like that's where people miss out on. Think like this. And we did this before on one of the episodes. And for the listeners, I challenge you guys, who's the most important person in your life? I know you remember that question, bro. But you know, it's one of those where mm-hmm. a, lot, yeah, a lot of us say our kids our our moms are our, our significant others. But it should be you because those people don't operate in the fashion that they would unless you're at 100. Like right now, if, if LeBron is at 100 percent, the Lakers are going to be phenomenal. But if he's at 70, they may win, but they're never going to be as good as if he's at 100. And that's how you got to look at yourself in your life you're the lebron of your life so you got to give yourself that time a lot of times we give ourselves the bare minimum of time that we give everybody
0: else oh i love that i love that one right there you feel me yeah you know and when you said that man i named everything under the sun but you yep. feel me and yep. i remember walking away from that segment and actually taking it into consideration like damn Demetrius, like bro like you feeding everybody else mm-hmm. like this five star quality meal, but you're mm. giving yourself scraps. Mm. Yep. You know, and, and I don't know who need to hear this, but but ain't nothing wrong with being selfish. Like that is not a bad thing. Nope. Nope. And just like what you say with the LeBron analogy, you feel me nope. like how are you if you're the head of your household you feel me like or you know you 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 the leader on the team or you the go-to guy at your job or you that friend that everybody want to listen to how can you maintain that position in your life facts. if you are not taking care of yourself facts you feel me
2: no yep. <laughs> if facts. you
0: looked at it in a material sense you <laughs> yep. know like If that's the car that you take, it, if that's your daily driver, and you know it's taking you for work every single day, how do you expect it to continue to keep doing that if you're not taking it to get its oil changed? If you're not getting some new tires on it, if you're not doing the proper maintenance on it, you feel me? If that's your house that you live in every single day that's providing you shelter, you know what I mean? How is it going to remain that if you're not taking care of it? So how do you expect to be that person for everybody else if you don't even take care of yourself?
1: Yeah. I think I think that's the dopest analogy that you could have gave, bro, because I feel like we don't put enough um enough information behind certain words, like you say it. Like when you put it in that perspective, people'll be like, Oh yeah, I could do that. That that selfish is not bad. When you think of selfish, you think of just take, take, take. You know what I mean? And that's not 100%. the selfish that we're speaking of. Like you say, I feel like right now we're giving you guys who's listening the permission to be selfish, like, again, we're giving y'all permission to be selfish, because, like, you said, in the context of the word, selfish is giving yourself, not taking, it's giving yourself a more opportunity to be the best you.
0: 100%, man, like, you know, and I think, like, you know, just as we, as we talk about the idea of what being selfish is, man, I think, you know, you um, you said something earlier this week, man. I gotta get better with the paraphrasing, but <laughs> you you were like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. you had said, uh, um, you know, I, you know, this is my this is my head. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it was something about it was about, it was about boundaries. Yeah, like, yeah. How people like you know tend to overpour on you.
1: you Absolutely. Know what I mean? Yeah. And you
0: were like this. I get this, this, I get paid to. Damn, man. I got to pull it up. No, 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 no.
1: I I, no. I know exactly what you were saying. What we were talking about, it was in a sense of career base. You know what I mean? Like, think about it. To all my nurses out there, if you're a nurse, think about it. When your family is in need of something that has to do with medical, they're calling you. Regardless, if you just worked 24 hours in the ICU and you're dead tired and you literally like haven't slept a day, they're going to call you and they're going to feel like their needs is more than yours. So get there now. And when you go, it's a paper cut. You know what I mean? So it's like, holy crap, man. I was speaking on the content of me. I'm a therapist. I'm a life coach. I hold all of these hats. The same with you, Meach, as being an instructor and in all of these things. People look for uh, look at us for direction in everything. So a lot of times family, mental, mental issues, relationships, work, it's co-workers. I'm dealing with people every day and my co-workers see it, but they need help. So they coming to me. And if I don't say no and being able to say no, I feel like that's the hardest word for us to say for the ones that's givers. So anybody that's a giver, think about how hard it is for you to say no. Cause you like, shit, if I say no, they, they, they might not need me or um, they gonna think I'm an asshole or I'm mean, and it's like, no, you gotta have the ability to say no, and that's the only way like you say it. I feel like the people that know how to say no are the most happiest people in the world because no, it's it's a no. It's a no.
0: Bro, you know, you know what's so crazy, man, is is that like and I was just writing this down and it dawned on me. I was like, Your inner self does not forgive as much as you think they do. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, your no. ego does not forgive Facts. as well as you think it does. Facts. And that came to mind when, like, you know, like when you allow somebody to cross your boundaries, no. when you say when you say yes, when you know you wanted to say no, you think that you, like, going to be the better man of, on that. You think yeah. that your ego going to let that
2: go. Your mm-hmm. ego don't
0: forgive on that. Nope. Because think about it. How many times have you said yes? when you wanted to say no. And the whole time that you were in that situation, you could just hear his (laughs) voice in the back of your mind talking about how you don't want to be there.
1: Yeah. Uh, So many, so many times, so many times,
0: you know, and bro, I'll be, I, Hey, look, man, I'll just keep it a buck with you, man. Like I'm an ex people pleaser. Mm. You know, I that that's something that I struggle with on a regular basis. Okay, you feel me, and I have to make a conscious effort. I have to make a conscious effort on a regular basis to say no, Demetrius. You have to say no, bro. No, you
2: you you
0: can't you can't do that. You, you no. can't do that. You promised yourself that you you wouldn't do that, so you can't do that. No, because I hear a whole conversation in my head at the event talking about how I don't want to be here, how I can't stand this. How no. how I could have been doing something else, and unknowingly, what I end up doing is tarnishing the relationship between me and that person as well. That's, yeah. You know what I mean? Because, because I already yeah. don't want to be there. I'm That's gonna, deep. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You about to say no, it? To say no. It? no, no.
1: Hey, I love where you was going. I'm sorry. You you be thinking the same thing I be thinking, you get me excited because I'm like, oh crap, no. But it's the same thing because you 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 become angry at this person because you like, I ain't wanna be here in the first place, and you ungrateful, and you this and you that. When it's like, you could have said no. And I remember um, a a mentor of mine told me, every time you say yes, when you want to say no, you're saying no to yourself. Yeah. You know, and I thought that was a gem because it was like, damn, we so quick to tell ourselves no. And somebody else yes, where, like you said, you become this person that you're angry at the world where really you're just angry at your ego because your ego is like, look, I told you to say no a million times and you didn't, you the one saying yes.
0: 100%, man. And I love that part right there, man. You feel me? Because I don't think we, we, we address that enough. It's mm-hmm. that It's not even, it's not even me being mad at you. No. I'm mad at me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm mad at me and I'm unconsciously, I'm projecting. You feel me, and Dude. and it's you know it ain't like I can pull myself off to the side and be like yeah. just like bro like why did why why did you put us here, right? You know I'm mad that you continued the plan that you already had established, yeah, and I agreed to go with, it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I feel like and I feel like the hardest part, man, is is that you know it, you know we can always add in you know different variables, you know, family family always hard to say no boundaries with family i feel like is one of the hardest things to maintain and why do you think why do you think it's a hard thing to maintain
1: i I feel like because family puts you in a box you know what i mean like you have you have every type of box you can think about in a family dynamic where when you're the survivor and you're the breadwinner you're always going to be in that light no matter what and you almost feel an obligation to uphold that title every time they ask you know what i mean like you know oh my family they, they 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 don't have anybody else so i can't say no where like i said we don't give our ourselves permission to say look whatever happens happens and i have to live with saying no where the guilt trip you know family guilt trips us a lot like you know you know when i did x y and z and you know i always believe but like you say i feel like a lot of times in every situation, we don't give ourselves permission to say no because we're so worried about what other people may think of us. Once we start saying no,
0: I, I I love that man, and I feel like a lot of times, man, it's so hard to say say no to family mm-hmm. because family doesn't family doesn't see you for who you, it's hard. sometimes family doesn't see you for who you are right now. Mm-hmm. They see you for who you used to be. Facts. they see you for you know what i mean like no. they see you for the kid they see you for the teenager they see no. you for you know it, it, it it's in order to establish boundaries with your family i feel like you have to acknowledge who you are right now mm. and you have to have a clear understanding between them no that this is who i am right now you boundaries I
1: mean? boundaries yeah <laughs>
0: You feel me? Yeah. Because like your family will call you and, and they, you know, you might have some stuff going on in your life, but they don't see you as, you know, the therapist. They don't yeah. see you as the teacher. They don't see you as the Marine. They, yeah. don't, they see you as the son, Yeah. the brother, oh. the cousin, yeah. the nephew. No. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, man, I get all that, bro, but at the exact same time, man, you got to figure that shit out, bro. I can't help you.
1: Right. <laughs> you got to figure that and, shit and, out. Right? And, and, not feel, feel that. and not feel bad about it, you know, because you got to understand that everybody goes through hardship. You know what I mean? And it's like, it, it's not on you to save everybody. And then something that I learned in therapy, too, is you're not going to save everybody. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's impossible. Like, no matter how good you do you're not going to be able to say yes to everybody and sometimes saying yes is enabling family members
0: oh man i love that bro i love that man you know because earlier you know earlier you know i had just dropped a video and i was telling people man I, man I, I i love i love i love when i make content like this Yep. you know what I mean? Like, it, you know, there's certain certain types of content that resonate with me. Yeah, content about uh, boundaries. Yeah, always resonates with my spirit, man, because I think like a part of me needed to hear that a long time ago. Mm. But I said along the lines, you feel me, is that um, stop, stop taking the high road. You know what I mean? Okay. Stop taking the high road and and finally speak on that shit. Okay. You know, a lot of people always, you know, pride themselves on taking the high road and mm-hmm. saying, like, oh, it ain't worth my time. It ain't it ain't worth my energy. I'ma be the bigger man. I don't know who need to hear this, <laughs> but between you and I, yeah. I'ma just be completely honest with you. I ain't the bigger man. Right. You feel me? Like right. I'm not the bigger man. And 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 if you and if you expected me, to be the bigger man in this situation, yeah. I promise you, you make <laughs> the wrong one because I have no intention on being the bigger man. Right. You know what I mean? And and, and for the longest, bro, like I used to say that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, man, I'm going to be the bigger man and just let that go. Right. Absolutely not. Right. And the reason why is, is that by me doing that, I'm enabling you. Facts. You know what I mean? No. And, and when I choose to be this, oh, I'm going to just let this go. I'm not going to speak on this. I'm going to let that ride. Not Absolutely. only have I allowed you, not only have I created a baseline for how you are going to treat me, no, but I have also enabled your behavior no. because now you're going to think that what you do, how you speak to people, how you treat people, no. all of that's okay. And it's not.
1: Hey, one of the things that I tell my clients all the time is be careful what you tolerate because you're teaching people how to treat you. 100%. No, like that's, that's something that I, I try to base on everything. When we talk about boundaries, like especially that's something big in sessions and I always tell them that like, be careful what you tolerate because you are teaching people how to treat you. So to you, like you say, sometimes you overlook it like, you know what, I'm gonna be the bigger person, da da but if you don't hold those people accountable and set new boundaries, once they cross those boundaries, you're going to forever feel disrespected by them because like you said, you enable them. And they never know where you stand. Where I tell people off-rip, all right, once you cross a certain line, you no longer get that playing field no more. You start even further away when it comes to boundaries until I cut you completely off. Like I'm big on cutting people off. And I tell people that in like I say, don't feel bad for outgrowing somebody that could have grew with you. I tell I say it a lot on here and I mean it. I stand on it because it's like a lot of times we like, we can't cut family off. Yes, the fuck you can. 100%. Friends, cousins, sister, 100%. uncle, brothers, mom, dad, if their intentions
0: are not pure,
1: they they, they should not have access to you.
0: 100%. Man. You feel me? You can't get mad at, you know, and I, I even switch gears real quick, man. You can't even get mad at somebody uh, uh cut you off. Yeah. You know what I mean, like Facts. you know, and and it, it t- two things, man. Like I don't know who needs to hear this, man, but every time you allow somebody to cross your boundaries, understand that those are now your new boundaries, mm. whether you like it or not. Until no. you, until you, you reaffirm something, those Facts. will always be your new boundaries. And I look at it just like as if it was a line in the sand. The yeah. moment that I cross that line, yeah. you can draw that line where you between us again, but just know I'm gonna keep closing that distance between us until yeah. somebody until you decide that, hey, this needs to, to get changed. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people like, you know, you know, they will say that like, oh, where well, these are my boundaries. Well I just crossed your boundaries. Mm-hmm. And you didn't say anything about that because your yeah. boundaries, those are those that's for you. That's not a reminder to me. That's no. a reminder to you to enforce. You no. know, and I feel like that's a big misconception right there is that people will <clears throat> state their boundaries and when they get crossed, nobody's saying anything. Fact. Right, well, I mean, I guess it was just make believe. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just make believe.
1: Because they're afraid of what now, happens mean, next.
0: Yes. No. That's it right there. No, you know what I mean? And it goes back into like, you know, just cutting people off. No, a lot of us don't want to lose people in our lives because of the fear of being lonely or Mm -hmm. the fear of not of not having access to people. Sometimes people are just okay with being used. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the fact that if they reinstate those boundaries, they're saying like, well, if you if you treat me like this, then I got to go. Yeah. you said that but or do you really believe that yeah you know what i mean like is that really something that you prepared for yeah and i feel like that's one of the biggest things especially when it's when it comes down to sending it with family when it's sending it with friends when it's just standing on your boundaries in general yeah. you know so i challenge anybody that's listening to this episode man get comfortable with being alone yeah. because if you truly want to have healthy boundaries you have to be comfortable with being alone until there are people who are going to respect your boundaries to come in your life you know what i mean because Mm -hmm. if not man you're gonna keep burning you're gonna keep rebuilding bridges that you burned no you know establishing connections that you 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 had cut off
1: i mean i think you just hit a point without even knowing it like you hit a great point right there the point of being alone is to establish your boundaries with yourself and that's where people lack you know what i mean like when people say be alone, I don't think people really realize what that means. You know, they like be alone and be what? Depressed? Bored? No, be alone and fall in love with yourself and set boundaries for yourself. Because a lot of times, like we just said about saying yes to everybody, it's the boundaries within that we don't hold accountable. And that's why other people can feel, because think like this, you know, somebody that got boundaries where you'd be like, oh, I can't even cross their boundaries because they strict with their own boundaries. So it's like, a lot of people can sense when you're not even authentic or is, or, or empowering your own boundaries. So that's why they feel like it's okay to cross yours Cause they like, you're not even upholding your boundaries. You know what I mean? Why should I? So you're a lot of t-
0: stand on that.
1: facts, so a lot of times being alone is what helps you create your boundaries and help you stand on them. Like, no, I'm not going out 100%. every weekend. Why? Um, you young because I have a goal, that's my boundary, you know what I mean, don't cross my boundary, I'm not letting just anybody come over to my house, that's my sanctuary, why, you young? you should have people up, that's my boundary, I don't trust the energy that people bring, and like you say, we're so quick to let somebody try to um, alter our own boundaries, that's why, like you say, it's that sand where they just keep taking an inch, an inch, an inch into there in your personal space, and now you mad, and you think it's them, but it's really yourself.
0: Man, I tell you, man, the amount of times where you know, because I had to learn, I had to learn boundaries at a very early point in my career. Okay, you know what I mean? Because you know, especially boundaries with my peers, boundaries with my superiors. Okay, you know what I mean? Because if I did not have boundaries, man, like I wouldn't have the respect of my peers. You okay, know what I mean, and I think. A lot of people got to understand that is that when you don't have boundaries bro like you're not going to have respect okay you know what i mean like respect and boundaries those two respect boundaries falls under respect okay you feel me? respect of yourself yep. and then respect of everyone else yeah you know because one of the biggest things that you got you know you gotta you know a lot of us gotta understand this, is that people are going and you said and you said it earlier people mm-hmm. are going to treat you based off how you treat yourself yeah you feel me? No. If you if you talk to yourself like shit, no. Hey, hey, hey I'm hey, all I'm doing is just speaking the same language, right? You feel me? That's right. all we do
2: at you know? right?
0: Don't get mad at me because I'm telling you ain't shit. You, know, you just told yourself that, right? I thought that, I thought that was okay. No, nah. you feel me? You know, if you if you view yourself like shit, then you can't expect anybody to view you higher. No. you know what I mean? And yeah, there's gonna be people out there that are gonna sit back and they're gonna say, Man, you're worth so much more. It means nothing if you don't see it. No it, it means nothing if you don't see it. Fact. You feel me? So when we talk about boundaries, man, like I had to I had to set that very early on and get comfortable standing on that because if I did not, people weren't going to respect me and I had respect for myself. And a lot of people are holding, and, and and the problem that like, when it comes down to respect is, is that there's a lot of us that are holding people to a standard that we're not even willing to hold ourselves to. Mm. So how do you expect someone else to hold this standard when you're not even holding the standard? You That's want somebody deep. to respect you, right. but you don't even respect yourself. There's right. no baseline.
1: Well, if you don't mind me asking, and if you don't mind sharing, how did you... Um, form those boundaries, like you said, in your earlier career. Like, what, what were some of the things that you did that helped you kind of form boundaries?
0: I punched that guy dead in his face, RT. Okay. <laughs> I punched that guy dead in his face, man. Okay. It ain't my best work. It, okay. It, it I wasn't me, I, I, but, but this is the thing, though, RT. I wasn't, I wasn't meet Speaks back then. Absolutely. I wasn't, I wasn't him. No, I was working on becoming him. Right. You feel me? Yeah. (laughs) But but at the exact same time, I only knew and I I only knew so much. I only had so many tools in my arsenal. Right. You feel me? And 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 talking it out just wasn't one of them just yet. Like I hadn't I hadn't I hadn't gotten my vocabulary robust enough (laughs) to be able to articulate my words to describe my emotional state just yet. I just knew. That if this was going to happen, yeah. that I had no choice but to swing after that. You yeah, know I what I mean? Know. But to give it a little bit of backstory, man, to give it a little bit of backstory, um, it, we were we was at a platoon function, and one of the guys, man, like I ain't gonna say his names, but one of the guys, he was uh, he was he was yelling at one of my corporals. Okay, you feel me now. I'm a junior marine at the time, like okay. so. When I say one of my corporals, he's he's literally yelling at like my direct supervisor. Okay, and I do have a certain line of respect with him. Gotcha. And I had um I told him. I was like, "Hey man, like, you know, I was like, "Hey, don't talk to him like that." Yeah, You know what I mean? Mindy, we both young. We're both yeah. pe- you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he looked over at me and told me to shut the fuck up.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He told me to shut the fuck up and suck his dick. Right. I'm gonna just keep it a buck with you. I know th- I know this on pack Friday. No, so yeah. Have to go ahead hey, unpack. Unpack. I'm pack. <laughs> <what> I'm mean? pack. <laughs> but <laughs> But he looked over at me, man, and he said, "Suck his dick." I said, "Hold up, man. the Dick Factory closed, all right?" Like that, like, like I ain't sucking <laughs> right. nobody's dick. Right. I ain't sucking nobody's dick. Right. And don't talk to me like that. And don't talk to me like that. And when I said that, you you feel me? Like he come over there, man. He get in my face. He pushed me. The moment that he pushed me, the switch of my bow right in the face. I I'm not about to play. We not about to play this whole pushing match. You you know what I mean? No. We not about to play that. And you know, once again. Yes, did I resort to violence? But I felt like at that moment right there, that was the only thing that I knew. But right after that, it got very easy for me to say like, hey, don't talk to me like that. Right. You know, because I had already established this this clear baseline. Like, hey, if, if you do choose to talk to me like this, no. just understand that I'm not a liar when I say what's going to happen next. Right. Everyone was present. Right. But as I got older, granted, you know, I would go to a different unit You know, and I'm not about to develop this track record of, oh, well, Thigpen gets into fights everywhere he goes. Right. No, but when somebody did cross my boundaries, when someone would say something that I didn't like, I would immediately address it right there. Right. And I got very comfortable with killing the vibe in the room. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people don't want to mess up the energy in a room, you know. Everything's all going good and stuff like that. Right. And somebody says something that you don't like, you don't want to ruin the vibe. Fuck the vibe. Right, I'm the vibe, you know <laughs> right. what I mean, like I'm the vibe right and 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 if I have to ruin the vibe in the room to to reinforce a boundary that you crossed, right, then I'm going to reinforce that boundary. I don't care about this vibe, you know what I mean, because at the end of the day, I'm not about to sit back with myself, and now I gotta have a conversation with myself I gotta convince myself that what I did was okay when we both know that it was wrong.
1: Facts. One thing I want to do, man, this is why I love your show and love speaking with you because I feel like it's a lesson and everything. One, I feel like what you just shared probably helped a thousand people. And the reason I'm saying that is one, it's, it's two reasons. The first reason is it shows growth. Like, nobody's fucking perfect. You know what I mean? Where we all have to start somewhere. It's not about where you start, it's about where you finish. You know what I mean? So it shows our, our authentic self to like they hear you speak, they see how much you accomplish now. And I think for a lot of people, when they hear us speak or hear what we do for a living, they may think we feel like we're perfect and we don't go through shit. Like, no, it was a whole process to get here. And I feel like what we just talked about is boundaries where you don't know your boundaries until they're pushed. You know what I mean? So I feel like that story Uh in itself was beautiful because it's like, you don't know your boundaries until they're pushed to a certain limits, until you're able to establish these new boundaries where we're not telling the listeners like for somebody that needs to hear this, we're not telling you, oh, you got to get every situation right. But what we're telling you is learn from it and assert a new boundaries where you don't make that same mistake over and over again. You know what I mean? And I feel like that story, so I appreciate you, bro, because that's the authentic self of Using yourself to help a million others, like it's probably two thousand people right now. Like, oh, I thought we were supposed to have this boundary shit figured out. Like, no, we had to get there. You know, like we literally Absolutely had nice. to get there. And I want to share real quick, if you don't mind, one of my stories. To, I'm hoping that it helps
0: somebody. So, oh man, it's just as much as your show. It is my man. Go ahead and share. right.
1: So, mine was from a different standpoint. Mine was. I remember when I first became. A therapist. Um, I was twenty-one. I was I was the the youngest therapist in the region. So, um, in my head, I gotta impress everyone. You know what I mean? Like, it's no job that I can say no to because it's like, all right, I'm already young. They already thinking I'm a fucked up, fuck up. And then, um, everybody's just coming to me. But I I had to see. Okay, I I didn't realize a lot of people were taking advantage of me because they knew I would say yes, you know, so my workload, I'm not leaving, my workload is three times of what it should have been, because this therapist, hey, can you fill this out, can you do this, can you do that, can you do that, I almost burnt myself out to where I just wanted to be done with therapy, period, because I said yes to everybody, and it wasn't until the first day where my supervisor came in, and he was like, hey, you mind doing this? And I, I don't know what, what what took control over me, but I was like, hell no. And he looked, because he was like, wait a minute, he ain't never told me no, but yet the way he said it, and I was like, that's your job. And he was like, wait, huh? Mm-hmm. I was like, if I'm doing your job, why are you getting paid for it? And I remember, um, I remember afterwards, like it taking over, but I remember me realizing like it was the buildup of letting them cross my boundaries so much that made me have an outburst and not really so much of them asking. It was more me than them. And I had to take accountability to be like, okay, wait a minute. I'm mad at everybody but my fucking self here. So I'm pointing the finger at everybody where I should have been like, fuck no. Like you do your own fucking work or mm-hmm. you you figure the fucking question out. I got a, a shitload. So for me, like you say, it was one of those things where now the easiest thing for me to say is no, and I don't give no explanation. I think that's what needs to be said it's for somebody that needs to hear. Learn how to say no with no explanations. A lot of times, we feel like we gotta always, att- yeah, see, and a lot of times, we feel like we gotta always attach a reason why we say no. No, it's no because I don't want to. I'm never going to do what I don't want to. And that's what I developed right there. I don't have to give you a reason why I'm saying no.
0: Mm, 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 mm. Girl, I, ooh, that one right there resonates with me on a level because it's like when I say no, I, I, I always feel bad because I feel like I got to say, oh, nah, man, I got stuff going on this weekend. No, Nah, man, you know, my shoulder's killing me. Man. No. Nah, man, I'm 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 gonna be
2: no, you yeah. Know, you know what I mean? Just no. just
0: saying no, yeah, and just leave it at that. Like, no. nah, I'm good, bro. I appreciate challenge, it appreciate I, it though. Yeah,
1: I challenge you, and I challenge all our listeners to to start seeing no, no explanation, and see the response how it goes from okay. Because what you do now when you give an explanation, you get yourself into this tug of war of when you can and when you can't, you know what I mean. And sometimes that's how you talk yourself into doing. It. No, I, I can't do it. I got um, I got to watch my cousin um next Thursday. All right, well, can you do Friday? Shit, um, I guess I could do Friday. Where yes, you, you don't want to do it. So be authentic and just say no.
0: Damn, that's it right there, man. Because I don't know how many times. First off, I don't. Back to your story, the pressure cooker. You Mm. know what I mean? Like, when you allow stuff to just build up like that, man. Like, that's happened to me on so many occasions where it's like, because I have said yes so many times, Mm. I'm just like, damn, damn, damn. And you're expecting someone else to be like, all right, maybe he's had enough. Mm -hmm. But once again, being selfish, it involves you. You know what I mean? And everybody else is going to be selfish in their own way. You know what I mean? So that means that they take it from you. They're going to take from you until you say that you can't take any more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And finally, and I, and I don't know how many times, and I don't know who needs to hear this, but if you don't address it now, mm-hmm. it will be addressed later.
2: Mm-hmm. You
0: know what I mean? It's not like if if it's going to be addressed, it will be addressed later. I don't mm-hmm. know when, but eventually it's going to be addressed later and mm-hmm. you're going to end up blowing up over I something it. small, no. but, but to the, you know what I mean? Like no? it's small on, on the surface. No. No. It's a whole lot going on on the inside, and that's definitely happened to me. And I appreciate you sharing that, bro.
1: Thank you, bro. It was a but, year of yeses. It was a year of yeses that that yeah. that threw me over the top. It took me a whole year to finally say no, and it was a year of yeses that broke the the you know the camel's back. Where it was like it's it, Something he asked me. It was something so simple where it it would have took me literally thirty seconds, but a year of yeses. Turned into an outburst. It turned. It turned out to me. Um. And what? And I. Don't, I don't mean to cut you off, bro. But you know, it. it brings me to the point too. Is we. We talk about boundaries, and we didn't even bring this up yet. And I'm shocked. Neither one of us did. But it. It. it when I told my story, it took me back to a place. I would have prevented a burnout, and that's what boundaries do. Boundaries help you prevent burning out, and that's something we don't speak about enough where we always talk about boundaries and being selfish. Being selfish and setting boundaries is what helps us prevent a burnout.
0: Mm, And for those who aren't listening, man, like, could you explain what burnout is?
1: Yeah, burnout could come in a lot of forms. A lot of times, burnout is when you're just overwhelmed with so much and you hit a capacity or you hit a wall where you just want to give up on anything and, like, your lack of emotions are not in it. And, like, the way it may appear for Um, everyone could be different. Like for some people, they could just lose interest in everything they're doing, or they may be over aggressive in what they're doing. I see it a lot with teachers. I see it a lot with, you know, our service workers where when they're burnt out, they're not responding to the needs of their clients or their students because they're already in a state of mind where they're, they're not open enough. You know what I mean? So what about you? What do you feel when you hear burnout? What do you hear?
0: Man, to be honest with you, I, when I hear burnout, I see a burnout, you know what Mm. I mean? Like a fire, like a, like cinders, you know what I mean? Mm. Like you ever seen like a bonfire and once it's all put out, like like the cinders of it. you know what I mean? (coughs) You know, and, and what I, when I hear burnout, I I go back to what I felt when it happened to me, Mm
2: -hmm. you
0: know what I mean? Because just like you, a a whole year of yeses, a whole year of yeses turned to me hating something that I loved. No. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't want to talk about it, I didn't want to deal with it because it felt like I wasn't, it just felt like it was just over me in mm-hmm. every shape and form. No. And it got to a point where it was just like, dude, like, when you start to burn out, bro, like, you don't even care how it look no more. Mm-hmm. You don't even, you know, like, your work performance is at an all-time mm-hmm. low, you're meandering through things, you're meandering through life, no. you know, people talking to you, you don't even got the energy to even be around anybody. You know what I mean? And it's because you're you're literally, you're exactly what the word is. You're burnt out. Like, no. there's no fire going on right now. You know what, no. what I mean? Like, no matter how many times you keep trying to fan it, mm. you know what I mean? It's not sparking. No. You know what I mean? So that's exactly what I think of when I hear burnout.
2: Dope. Okay.
0: Now, you had mentioned, man, and, and this is one of the biggest things that really stood out to me, man, is that, you know, when we talk about, like, emotions, man, like, mm-hmm. you being in that field, how often do people just drop emotions on you?
1: Mm. What's funny is I would say definitely early on, it it was a lot. Um, and it's still a lot now. But what's funny is for my core, my core friend group and my core family, I have established boundaries um, like to a T now where don't tell me any bad information while I'm at work dealing with other situations. You know what I mean? And like, I, I, they, my, my, my people know now, but I tell you, it's hard. I almost hate telling anyone new what I do. And sometimes your friends are so excited to tell what you do. But the moment that somebody hears therapist, life coach, da, 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 they're so quick to tell. But like we talked about before, I have a firm boundaries now where I'm like, yeah, I'm not here for that. You know, and to some people, they might be like, God damn, that was rude. Where it's like, it's rude for you to just try to pile on your shit to me. So, I'll cut them dead in their tracks where, hey, man, I'm just here to have a good time. Uh, I I, I appreciate it, but I ain't here for that, man. And a lot of times it's received very well, and a lot of times it may not. But you know what's funny? With our boundaries, I don't give a fuck, you know? Because it's like, I I got to protect uh, me. I got to protect me. What
0: about you? How often is that dropped on you? Man, look, man, ever since we, you know... It was like a slow. It, it, at first, it was just like onesies and twosies, man. Okay. I feel like it kind of like that's that's what made it so easy to answer back at first. Mm-hmm. But then it got to a point. <clears throat> it got to a point where, especially now, being in that space mm-hmm. where people reach out to me and they're 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 asking for advice or they they ain't even asking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it's like a I dread I dread the message <coughs> where it's like hey, can I ask you something? Because I know if I open it, mm. it's a paragraph. A paragraph. something else, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, And, and it's like, damn, Facts. bro, like, you ain't even confirmed if you could even ask me right. if I was good on this, you know what right. I mean? Right. And it, it would get to a point because I think it was somebody that called me, man, like, and they they crying, you know what I mean? And, and, and I'm like, bro, like, I'm not equipped. No. I'm not equipped to handle that. No. No. And I think that 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 was one of the um when you talked about self awareness, you know, when the idea of understanding, like, bro, like I'm not equipped to handle that. Facts, you know what I mean. You need to fucking seek a counselor. Bro. Right. You know, you need to go to legal. You need right. to talk to. Somebody. I'm bro. I'm a podcaster, man. Like, yeah. Putting way too. You put me way too high up on the pedestal. I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to like minimize it, but yeah. it would get to a point where I and and no, I will unknowingly, I will unknowingly walk away with that emotional residual you know what mm-hmm. I mean? like those secondhand emotions no you know like you don't sat here and you know confess these issues with me i'm no. going through the emotions with you no. now you had somewhere for your emotions to go i have no. nowhere for mine right. to go no you know so it i actually took this idea from this one person who set boundaries with me
2: okay you feel
0: me and i remember i had called and i was asking about something and it was, you know, it was an issue that I was having. And mm-hmm. she simply said, I don't, have pace, I don't have space for that right now. Mm. And I was like, excuse me? And she was like this, I don't have space for that right now. Right. You know what I mean? Because a lot yeah. of people, like, you know, like, you know, people don't, you know, they don't handle it well when, when, when people tell them no. Right. You know what I mean? And mm. and, and that kind of caught me off guard. My ego got the best at me. I was like this. I was like, hold up. Nah. Like, I just talked to you yesterday. Right. You feel me? i was like what you mean you ain't got space what what you mean you ain't got space right now what you mean you ain't got space for me no well what's the issue but she just simply said like look i ain't got space for that right now yeah and that was her letting me know like you know like look right now like i don't i I don't have that shoulder for you to like lean on i don't Mm. have that ear i don't have space for anybody else's emotions but my own Mm -hmm. and i need you to respect that no and i feel like that I ended up subconsciously taking that from her and mm. I would use that. And I would tell people now, like, look, i like, Hey, I'm not trying to be rude, but I don't have space for that right now, bro. Right? I can get back to you at a later date or I can direct you to somebody else that can help. But right now I don't have that space.
1: No, I, I think that's brilliant. You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of my friends, um, I feel like we had a conversation. I, you know, we always have like these group talks where we just have like open dialects and stuff like that. And, um, a, a lot of times it's to their surprise, whenever we have a party or anything, I'm the quietest one in the room where they'd be like, damn, why you, you, you probably know exactly. a, a little bit about everything, but <clears throat> why don't you speak? And a lot of times I don't think people realize how draining certain careers is where if I just dealt with four suicidal patients, you know, uh, three sexual abuse, um, one completed suicide you know the last thing on my mind I want to do is get off and talk about a problem with one of my homeboys and i, I with all my friends they know they got they got a, a one to two topic minimum with me and i I didn't express that to them so what that looks like is if we talk about something for the first time i might give you a second time and I'm gonna give you um, direction on where to go with that. If I see you don't follow my directions, you can never bring that conversation up to me again because I'll tell you, bro, I don't have time to retalk mm-hmm. about it. I have some homeboys that want to talk about the same relationship problem, and that's a whole boundary we ain't even getting to yet. But a whole relationship problem, and it's like, bro, I, I, I'm, I'm not. I don't have the mental capacity to deal with that today, and I leave it at that. And they, they understand it.
0: Oh man, I feel like that's one of the biggest things right there, man. It's just, you know, surrounding yourself around people that understand it. Yeah, no. You feel me? And and just like like, you know, like when we talk about relationships, bro, like I feel like that's one of the biggest things, man. Like having boundaries in a relationship is going to be critical, bro. Like very You, you feel me like it is it, one of those things it's like how do you expect this relationship to go if there is no no boundaries ever set?
1: No. And, and and what's funny, this can be a whole nother segment. So if y'all want this, let us know. Because this could definitely be a whole nother 100%. segment. But um, you know, you hear a lot of couples say what's mine is yours, what's yours is mine. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's one of the most hypocritical statements that you could absolutely say in a relationship, because it, it shows right there that like you say it's no boundaries and that's where I see the relationship crash a lot because you you just move effortless, and you move like you don't have to respect your partner because it's your partner. Where that should be the person you have the most boundaries with, because that's where the respect is grown. One
0: hundred percent, man, one hundred percent. You don't know, mind just just completely off topic, <clears throat> mm-hmm. just completely off topic. We're gonna have to do an episode on like love language. Ooh, you feel me? cause, 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 me, You know, men don't talk about love language. They don't on a regular basis. They don't. And, and being able to set boundaries in a relationship and how to establish or how to maintain a healthy relationship. You know no. what I mean? Because I feel like you know, from our perspective, like we 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 would definitely do good there. You know okay. what I mean? Like, it ain't gotta be He-Man, the woman-hater fucking podcast. Never, yeah. You know, like, the ones you see on a regular basis, but but definitely having that perspective would definitely, bro. Like, I would love to have that conversation with you. Bro. No, no, I, I think but, that... But... Go ahead, bro. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
1: No, go ahead. I was about to say, I think that would be great, and like you say, for one, we want to let y'all know, women, we think y'all are remarkable, but we also, like you say it, Want to have a voice and want to shout out? It's some great guys out there, and it's some good men out there that don't have proper boundaries because no one would ever taught them, and they don't know their love languages because they never got taught it. So if you can hear from us, people that you know have been through it and and do teach it, why not? You know what I mean? Like you say, it's not it's not a knock against women at all because we gonna have a lot of um, episodes for y'all. But like you say, I do feel like for our meals. It would be extremely beneficial because I feel like that's even a boundary within itself to understand your love language and not accept nothing less if you don't get it. Because we always talk about what a woman needs. Let's talk about what a man needs. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's a big, a big boundaries that a lot of guys lack. Where if you ask a guy, what's your boundaries? They'd be like, whatever she said. Like, no, what's your fucking boundaries? Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. I love that, man. I love that, bro. Man, once again, man, another conversation, another Friday, man. I tell you, man, like we, it, it, every single time we get on air, man, it's gonna be a good conversation. It's gonna be nothing but love on the conversation, bro. And I appreciate that, man.
1: Absolutely Definitely
0: appreciate that,
1: bro. Absolutely, bro. I appreciate you, and like I said, today was a classic. And two for all the listeners, you know, let us know. Um, if it's any topics that y'all want us to address, because we are getting a couple coming in and we are very open to it. You know, we, we love to support and we appreciate y'all so much. And, you know, y'all make us everything we are, but we enjoy doing it. And I enjoy doing it with you, bro. You're amazing, man. Always, bro, man. Always.
0: and just like that another extraordinary thought left this ordinary mind i hope you enjoyed this episode half as much as i enjoyed making it now do me a favor if you're on apple or spotify don't forget to leave a five-star review for this podcast and lastly hit that subscribe button because this podcast deserves to grow just as